I will set out for Gaul myself and confront our enemies. They will learn the error of their ways. But why might early Christians have called Nero the Antichrist? I will quash my deluded enemy, not with the sword. I intend to sing to Nero has lost his mind. Welcome back, Ray Harris, to the life, and I'm doing inverted commas there, of <laughs> Nero. Right. The man yeah. we call Nero. Yes. Nero. They called him Nero. Hold on. Yes. Fuck. Hold the phone. My uh, other recording thing wasn't switched on. Now it is. Bitch! Yeah. Um, This is episode, let's see, 46 of the uh, life of Nero. 46? That's not bad. I mean, if someone was to do a podcast of your life, easily, easily they would go 46 episodes, and that's just the women. Uh, So that's not bad. That's not bad that Nero got 46 episodes. What do you think? Yeah. So far, we so don't far. know. It could be, well, we don't know how many it's going to be. Exactly. Uh, you know, could yeah. be 146. It we could don't be. Know. The way we, the way we do things. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And that's bragging. Um, just before we start, I mentioned to you off air, we saw Louis C.K. last night. We went, yes. bought tickets, went and saw Louis C.K. played a stadium here in Brisbane. Nice. The Brisbane Entertainment Centre was packed to the rafters. Very funny. Very nice. funny. I did hope that he would whip his cock out and jerk off onto his chest in front of all of us yeah. on stage, but didn't do it. That's, that's the extra. You have to, you have to pay Oh, extra. that's the VIP tickets the VIP. to get to that, yeah. Yeah. Or the, the VIP or the CUM section. I, I, it doesn't, <laughs> whatever, whatever. That's what we're going to do on our tour. We're going to offer that up. So I have to drink lots of... Uh, uh, pineapple juice. <laughs> yes. No, it's only if yes. somebody's going to lick it up. Um... <laughs> On his way back to Rome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as people will remember, last time uh, he was in Greece. Right. Doing his one-man uh, tour of Greece. Um, <laughs> one night o- One night only for 14 <laughs> one night months. Only for, exactly, yeah. How many awards? 1,808 okay. uh, victory wreaths he, yes. he accumulated, collected. That's nearly as many as you and I have collected over the years we've been doing this show. Almost. Um, Almost as many. On his way back to Rome, he, yeah. he stopped off at Naples. Well, yeah, to, that's what you do. Uh, do a test run right. of uh, celebrating a triumph. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is you know he's he's trying to reinvent the concept of the triumph. Yeah. You know, typically and change it a little bit. Typically, in the yeah. olden days, right? Think, you, yeah. you got to evolve. In the olden days, right. what would I well, if you do? go right, yeah. well, if you go right back to Rome's history, the first triumphs were to celebrate the, you know, raping the Sabine women. Right, it was like, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. Barry, Barry got himself, a, Barry raped himself a Sabine woman, give him a triumph. <laughs> what? what? Um, then yeah. they changed it to you know broader military successes. <sighs> Boring. Boring. Um, Nero's like, well, that was okay. <laughs> for, back for then. then, for then, for then. But uh, hear me out here, says Nero. Um, (laughs) We've already conquered the known world. Yeah, what else? 
Yeah. What 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 am I going to get a triumph for? I can't right. go and conquer Armenia. We've already fucking yeah, conquered it. Already I can't go and yeah. conquer yeah. Britain. We've yeah. already fucking conquered it. I right. can't go and conquer Germania. We've already fucking conquered it. What? Where's? How do I get fresh triumphs? Fresh my ter- triumphs. There's fresh, no world left. Right. However, it's all. T- it's gone. It's all it, taken. It's taken uh, <clears throat> by us Romans. But what about the hearts and minds of the people? What about the people in Greece who are starving for culture? Because that's real too. That's another mm. form of suffering. I, Nero, can do something about that. And he did. Mm-hmm. I like the way you pause there. Um, <laughs> the people are starving for culture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... That's that's one of my things. I, I do the uh, the uh, William Shatner, uh, J- Captain James T. Kirk. Pause. That's that's the yeah. only thing I bring to this show, and I think you know that, but you've accepted it over the years, and, Louis, I, and I and I appreciate it. The thing Louis did a whole thing on that last night. You gotta you, you gotta make sure you don't pause in the wrong place. Like <laughs> says you you don't want to say right. I hate the Jews. Right. And they, uh, <laughs> I hate that the Jews. Oh, I'm uncomfortable. Don't get treated fairly. You know, you got to just be careful about where you put yeah. your pauses in. You yeah. Know? Well, it's like you say what you want about Hitler, and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, there's no way he can dig themselves out of this. But he killed Hitler, and I'm like, okay, that's the one thing. Uh, uh. He, he, yeah. he did a routine about Hitler last night. He's like, you know, five-year-olds, according to Catholics, five-year-olds right. go to the same hell. There's no kid's hell. Five-year-olds go to the same hell as Hitler. Right. Oh. And he said, you know, he's yeah. like, Hitler's, Hitler's been, you know, getting tortured in hell for 75 years now. He's right. probably had a chance to reflect. He's like, ah, yes, it's yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, selfie. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was right. a bad pla- I was yeah. in a bad place back then. Had bad I'm head space. But tell yeah. you what, I'm on the rack now. They've got me tight. Go ahead, stand beside me. We'll take a selfie. I get it. I get this all the time. I'll try to smile. My mustache doesn't exactly lend itself to smiles, but I'll do the best I can. I'll do that for you. <laughs> Little kitty. Yeah. Back I'm to Nero. So, yeah, please, official tr- triumph. He's like, well... There's nothing for me to conquer. Everything's right. been conquered. And right. everything worth conquering has been conquered. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what do, what, what do I do? How do I get my triumph? <laughs> uh, and, and so he's, he's like, I think from this point on, triumphs will be for more than just military here, here. victories. They're going to be for victories of all kinds, amazing victories. Like, yeah. um, you know, uh, did you – if you if you uh, managed to – Get off your lazy ass and clean your car right. on the weekend. Boom. That you get Boom. a triumph for that. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you, it's the little victories. We're going to celebrate yes. The, yes. The, the little victories because, you know, lots of little victories add up to big they, victories. They do. They really yeah. do. So, and that's all yeah. he's got left. So he's going to be the new champion in his new form, just not a soldier. Just, yeah. Other than that, yeah. great guy. Great guy. Yeah. 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 So they had to make a breach in the walls, which was tradition. Uh, You had to knock down some walls if somebody was going to do a triumph. Yeah. Uh, It was symbolic of 
the fact that they broke down walls, I guess, when they conquered a city. <laughs> or, right, or in Nero's case, that he sang... Uh, I'm really reaching here. He sang and well, his beautiful voice knocked down the wall. Yeah, he broke down the walls of... of, of, of <laughs> um, the walls of judgment. Right, against... Against emperor singers, emperors who sing and wear toga and wear dresses on stage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's breaking down the walls of 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 uh, of of oppression, breaking down the walls of of uh, you know stereotypes, limitations, yes, boundaries. That's it. That's the it. new generation of America would have fucking loved Nero. Don't label me, bitch. Don't tell yeah. me what I am. I'll no. Yeah. I'm not even really going to tell you what I am. I'm going to sing mm. to you. What I am, mm. and he mm. did. Mm. He drove his chariot through it, four white horses. Um, <laughs> the crowd really? in Naples, mostly mostly Greek speaking, yeah, were apparently apparently impressed. They loved it. But this was just a dress rehearsal right. for the Big Daddy triumph right. that he got when he got back to Rome. If I if I remember correctly, from what little bit we know from the sources, um, he was. I mean, he was literally the the Pan-Hellenic champion, and I'm sure he was dressed a certain way. So for the people in Naples, they, from what I could tell, they absolutely love this. He just came from Greece. A lot of them, like you said, speak Greece. This is a big deal, but you're right. Unless he can pull this off in Rome, none of it will matter. He's got to, uh, he's got to, he's got to get the people in Rome on their feet, and the best way to do that, free food. Not unlike how to get me into bed. Free food is a good first step to cheering up the people of Rome. Yeah, there are, there are some sources that say he probably provided uh, corn ration right. for the people yeah. before he got there to make them happy. But I did read this other story, I don't know if you saw this, mm-hmm. um, where a, a ship arrived from Egypt right. covered in what looked like Grain and all the people got very excited yeah. and they raced down to the docks. Uh, then it turned out it was just yellow sand that he was going to put on the floor of the golden house or something. He wanted a big sand pit in the middle of the golden house and Son uh, of a bitch. they were not happy. No. But the people seemed to be pretty happy. They loved it in Naples. They loved it in Rome as well. He drove Augustus's triumphal chariot. Yes. Now, let's be honest. Augustus having a triumph too? <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Agrippa, maybe, yeah. Oh. But uh, Augustus, he didn't really deserve any of his triumphs, so well, I guess. I don't know. Well, you just said that Nero was expanding the possible reasons or justifications for a triumph. Maybe Augustus mm. did that too by banging all the young maiden bitches. I mean, he had his own mm. accomplishments just in different areas. Not all of it military, not all of it legal, but just other areas of his life. He he got to the he got to the snatch. He got to a lot of snatch in Rome, and that deserves a triumph as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, the snatch, the snatch triumph. triumph. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that the horses rode him. That's how badass. Anyway, but the point is, he's using the one and only Augustus's triumph. And I think again that went over well with the people. They're like, "Our man is back. He is indeed the emperor. He is in the emperor's chariot. Things are going to be good, if not great, now that Nero is back." Yeah, I fun. mean, uh, the the sources say that either the people. 
were paid to hey, look whatever. excited or it was genuine. Yeah. I tend to think it was genuine, though. They were throwing flowers in his path, releasing yes. flocks of songbirds as he yeah. passed not by. Not seagulls, not a flock of seagulls, but songbirds. No, because they ran too far away. Um <laughs> It's I a love, joke. Only people many, how, who are around in 1982 would get that. How many years have we been working together? I love I could just pitch it in there. Yeah. You just knock it nine out of the park. Nine years. Nine, nine glorious. Glorious. Not stressful at all. Every week for Every. nine years. <laughs> you know, in some states, we would be considered married. You talk this yeah. much. Anyway, yeah. mostly West Virginia for related. But anyway, yeah. so you're right. I think the people gen- uh, in Rome genuinely appreciated the fact that he was back because he was going to run the ship. He was going to make Rome great again. And they're, and they're starving or they're missing out on some of the grain dole or corn dole was going to be a thing of the past. Nero is back, baby. And I don't think they were very happy about how Helios was running things in Nero's absence. So they're happy to have the man back. They know he's a good guy. Yeah. Like maybe the guys he left in charge were cunts, but he's a good guy. Good He's going to fix things up. Good guy, Nero. Yeah. He stood upright in the chariot, which uh, is a bloody hard thing to do. Nobody I know has been in more chariot races than you. Yeah. Ray, tell folks yeah. what it's like trying to stand upright when you've got four horses belting down the yeah. street. Yeah. Well, you you bring up, I'm not going to lie, you bring up a painful subject. One, I'm normally being chased by someone in a chariot, so my point of view is not as good as it could be. But the point is, when I do stand up, people still think I'm sitting. So again, it's yeah. it's very hurtful that you're bringing this up. But no, but you've got all the you've got all the uh, the gear on, the chariots raking all right bouncing all over the place. You got four uh, horses pulling you. It was not easy, but remember, he was a master charioteer. Everything's going to be fine as long as he doesn't fall out like he did in that one race uh, in Greece where he had to be helped up. And he still won the race. He's going to be fine. But yeah, no, I I imagine even Nero with the right makeup and hair and costume on standing in a chariot, probably a pretty impressive sight. Mm. And they needed four horses because he's a big fat cunt now, judging by his coins. <laughs> we talked about this. Dad bought. Yeah. Dad yeah. bought. Yeah. They got one For- horse and the horse was like, nah. no. And they got I another can't. one. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing. yeah. yeah. It was a four horse job. job. Job for four horses. It was a whole union thing. Uh, you're carrying that much load. Yeah. 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 The four horses had to be braced. Lift with your knees. That's Lift right. with your That's knees. Right. Yeah. The, they were Bend also, into it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And the horse yeah. is like, why are you telling me I'm the horse? But anyway, they, it worked. The sources say that he wore a star-spangled Greek-style military coat. Oh, cloak. Say, can you see? Oh no, too soon. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. No, he actually. He, this is where that song comes from. Yeah, I'm not sure I, I if you that. know this. Yeah. It was. This is the original version. <laughs> oh, say can you see? early light Nero on a chariot his cloak he is creaming they will all love him now he is absolutely right that nothing can go wrong the fucking senate must be dreaming so that's <laughs> that's pretty that's good the original yeah. original version yeah then there was People, a whole second verse about corn, but we don't have to. We don't have to go into that. 
People were marching in front of him with placards, bits of wood, basically, uh, describing all of his 1,808 (laughs) achievements in Greece. Uh, There's a long parade of people. A lot of placards. Carrying that out. Dio, Cassius Dio writes, The city was all decked with garlands, was ablaze with lights and reeking with incense, and the whole population, the senators themselves most of all, kept shouting in chorus, Hail Olympian Victor! Hail Pythian Victor! Augustus, Augustus! Hail to Nero, our Hercules! Hail to Nero, our Apollo! The only victor of the Grand Tour! The only one from the beginning of time! Augustus, Augustus! O divine voice, blessed are they that hear thee! That's a lot to shout out during, I mean... In unison. They've been practicing <laughs> this. They had 14 like months. for months, yeah. To practice, so... They've been practicing this because, you yeah. know, uh, practice makes perfect, as we all know, and they, right. they didn't want to get this wrong. I did want to ask you, one, if you knew what was on some of the placards, and two, if you were to audition for the role of placard reader, how would you belt out uh, these lines? I, well, someone's got to say it. Yeah. Well, no, I think the point of having a placard is the the audience can read it. Right. It, uh, the ones that I, could uh, read. Right. The ones that could read. Yeah. Right. I mean, there was like one in 1,500 people that could read. It's a bit like Virginia. But they, they, <laughs> I don't think you walk around. Well, maybe they chanted what they had on it. Yeah. Yeah, because they tried to get the, the. From what I read, they tried to get the. They said it and tried to get the people to join in as oh. in saying it with them. So I assume yeah. someone. It's like an orgy. It's like an orgy. Did they camps. do it? Someone's got to get it. Started. I don't know what you've been, been told. told. I don't know what you've been told. At Olympi, at the Olympics, Nero won the gold. Olympics, Nero won the gold. Hey ho, hey ho, Nero, Nero. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah no, so you're you're hell, you're overqualified. Here's your here's your placards. I want you to be the main placard holder. That's what I think. That's how impressed That'd be I am. The yeah. Most responsible job I've ever had. Um, <laughs> now, sources seem to suggest that he did like you had your traditional route, right. path yes. that a triumph took. He went in the opposite direction. Of course he did. It was because he was he's reinventing the triumph here. He's like, yeah. yeah, okay, that's the old triumph. This is the the new or the Nero triumph is what we're gonna call it. <laughs> Boom. The, yes. Yeah, the, this is the Neromph. It, the Nero triumph. Right. And the other name, the unofficial name was New Roman Times, because he was literally creating new Roman times. Mm. I'm gonna do it mm. different. Mm. From now on, mm. everything's mm. different. It's the new Roman times. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, that just became a font. Right. After all these years, that's all that's left of his great victory it's still is a something. font. It's, still it's a boring font, too. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, so he did a circuit of the Circus Maximus. Then he went right. up to the Forum and then to the Hill of the Temple of Apollo where he dedicated his yeah. 808 victory <laughs> wreaths. Now, I don't know if you've seen... Uh, a, a wreath made out of leaves, right. a garland of leaves, uh, six months later. Not um, not, no, not pretty. So Especially these were the like, sun. yeah, in the sun. Yeah. It's, uh, they're wilting, they're dying. He's like, don't touch that one, it'll, it'll just crumble to dust if you, if you touch it. Right. Um, but he kept them, that's how much it meant to him. He kept all 1,808 despite their condition. Yeah, all wilting, um, some symbolism of his imperial throne, I think, there. Yeah. Um, 
afterwards, right. after he dedicated them, he had them taken back to his golden house, and one source I read said he had them uh, strung up all around the walls of his bedroom. Yes. So when he woke up every morning, yes. he could go, fuck yeah, fucking I'm awesome. the man. Look yes. at that, yeah. Like, you you know, you used to pick up women and say, you want to come back and see my etchings. Right. Um, they didn't realise that they were etchings of the women that you'd murdered on the skins of the women that you had murdered. They were hanging in the walls, uh, right. the secret wall cavities of your bedroom. You're not wrong. Um, and the, the other etchings were actually on the doors and walls where the women were trying to get away. So mm. uh, Was their etchings of help me done with their fingernails yes, in the walls? Yes. Yeah. Hey, hey, uh, you shouldn't have agreed. But anyway. Um, I, so I, he used to say, do you want to come back and see my wreaths? Right. That was what he'd say. Yeah, right. Yeah. My wilted wreaths. They're like, <laughs> is that code? No. No, it's just, no. it literally is. <clears throat> wreaths. Uh, but I do want to say that obviously with these wreaths starting to fall apart, starting to dry and decay, some people might see that as a bad omen. I choose not to. Is it the first of many omens that's coming? Quite possibly, but right now let's just say these wreaths are dying because of that's the nature of wreaths and not because say anything bad's coming anytime soon. It's just completely natural, 100%. Yeah. Um, don't worry about yeah. it. Don't read Not a sign. Not no. a sign at all. Fuck the science. <laughs> now, I said that the Senate, uh, yes. according to Cassius Dio, the, the, the Senate, most yeah. of all, he says, right. was shouting, Hail Olympian Victor, Hail Pythian Victor, Augustus Augustus, Hail De Niro, Hercules. But <clears throat> the story seems to be, I, I, I'm surprised, shocked, <laughs> shocked, and, shocked and horrified to find out that there's gambling going on in this establishment, right? The Senate, not big fans no. of Nero's uh, no. reinvention of the uh, triumph. Right. They, they saw it as a mockery, a yeah. mockery of Rome's great past and traditions. He said, yeah. yeah, I think you're a mockery of a fucking Senate, but, you know, so let's call it even. Right. Well, we have to be careful here because the senators are in a very sticky place. One, Nero's been gone for 14 months. Two, Helios was in charge, and we know he's had some people put to death. I don't think we have any names, but the point is he did have some people uh, put to death. And now that Nero's back, the, the Senate can see that the people love him, so they have to chant, Nero, Nero, he's our man. If he can't do it, no one can. I, I don't know how to do that in Latin. But the point is, yeah, no, you're right. They're still pissed. I mean, they're pissed about everything he's done, and now he's taken as something as sacred, something as important as the triumphal uh, procession, something that people like Julius Caesar and Gaius Marius and other Roman greats have had the honor, the privilege to do this. It's like literally, besides Caesar, a once-in-a-lifetime thing. You paint your face all red, you, you put on the certain costume, you go around and you crawl up the temple on your knees. It's a big fucking deal to these senators, and everything's laid out, and it's hundreds of, of years old and this guy is mocking the hell out of it they're pissed for so many different reasons this is just the latest one but it's a big deal a triumph for singing are you fucking kidding me what are <laughs> we what are we going to do next like every day. give out uh, yeah. grammy awards or something for it like fuck you singing <laughs> it, next and- you, next you'll be saying there's awards for lip syncing i'll kill the first <laughs> person that wins that award i will straight up kill them <laughs> And I'll stab them in have the you, throat because it won't matter because they don't really sing. Have you seen the uh, the, the sort of teaser thing for um, Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds' yes. new Christmas I musical? Saw, I saw that today. Yeah. The, I, have you seen the one with the uh, dubbing? No, I must have missed that. Uh, there's a teaser where Will and Ryan are sitting in Christmas chairs and they're saying, now some people 
seem to have suggested that we're not actually doing the uh, the singing ourselves in this film, that it's dubbed, and that's just absolutely wrong. But as they're saying it, their voices sound wrong. <laughs> And then the dubbing starts to get out of sync and Ryan says, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Really? Is that the best? It cuts to the sound booth and it's one of the guys from Millie Vanilli in the sound booth and he's like, I'm sorry, Ryan, it's been a long time since I've had to do this. And Ryan's like, get it right. Oh, oh, my world shook the day that Millie Vanilli was exposed. I'll never, Uh, I'll never forget it. You've never been the same since then. I've, I've, I don't know how I've gone on. I've carried on, but I have. Yeah. I, it ruined your whole worldview when you realized, yeah, wow, yeah. everything is Two not what they Germans told me it really was. Sing- yeah, no. Maybe yeah. I should get a triumphal procession for surviving that episode to me. It's kind yeah. of like war. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So uh, Nero doesn't seem to have done anything to shore up the support of the Senate. Like he's apparently yeah. might have provided corn rations to the people, but for yeah. the Senate, yeah. what's he done for the no. Senate? Well, like it's too late. He's pissed at them. They're pissed at him. There's no trust between. Whenever them. I come to visit you, and I haven't seen you for a long time, <laughs> right. I know that I have to bring you a gift. There's the traditional yes. exchanging yes. of gifts where I give you something. It's one way. And you give me attitude back. I mean, it's... That's my gift. I send you birthday presents uh, pretty much every year. And what do you send me on my birthday? Nothing. Attitude. Um, That's it. Well, see, okay, you want the full story. And don't don't tell Cheryl this. Cause anyway, I buy you something really nice. I buy you something like cigars or I buy you something really nice. And then it turns out that I like it so much, mm. I keep it. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. And I have to drive to the... <sighs> Post office and, and it's too much. Mm. I'll just keep mm. it. and I'll smoke it in your honor. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Yeah. Not one goddamn yeah. thank you. Anyway, yeah. like the Senate, not one goddamn thank you. Not one god. Yeah. So he could have ta- like he could have taken them a little gift. Yeah. From like I brought this back from Greece for you. Like yeah. it's uh, like a little just just a knickknack. He could have bought them in bulk at the gift shop on the way out at the airport or at the port at the yeah. airport. Yeah. 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 Just, no, I need 300 of those little baubles and 200 of those spoons and 100 of those, uh, what do you call it, the Texas necktie with just the strength. The fucking love that. The bolo. The bolo, yeah, the yeah. fucking love that. The so, bolo. But no, yeah, yeah. but no, not a goddamn. But, but he didn't think that he had to. And because of Helios's reports, he's plenty pissed. But the wise man would have placated the Senate with a gesture of some kind. He's thinking uh, like I do, like uh, when I go to visit my mother at Christmas. Right. And Chrissy says, we're going to take your mum a Christmas present. I go, I am the fucking present. I'm coming all the way up to Bundaberg, driving five hours with my family in the car. That I don't want to be with for five hours. (laughs) That was between you and me. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, I want to be with Chrissy. Fox. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I could take him or yeah. leave him. But the, like the golden statue, the golden man, they literally got that idea from you. Um, you yeah. You're right. It is a gift. Your presence is a gift. I don't yeah. know why people don't see that. Uh, I am the gift. <laughs> I am, I am the danger. Mug. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, where were we? Yeah. So after his literal triumphant return to Rome... Um, he goes, that's it. I'm done. Oh, yeah. I've been here for three days. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Everything. Yeah. And he goes back to Naples. Right. Uh, to uh, his villa there to enjoy the springtime in Naples. Because yeah. look, 
you can't expect this guy to work all the time. Like I just finished 14 months of grueling work. Yeah, Come yeah, on. yeah. For you, Rome. For you. I did this you for you for the glory of, of Rome. Yeah. I need a break. Right. That was from singing. tough. Yeah. Boating. Now, it was while he was at the villa in the Bay of Naples in March of 68 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that he got news that the governor of one of the Gallic provinces, chap by the name of Gaius Julius Vindex, had revolted. Right. And was raising an army. Don't spoil my next joke. Uh, Don't. You know, just hold your fucking... Well, come on. You didn't know. You knew. You knew I would go there. Nine years we've been doing this. You know where I'm going. You don't have to... You should know by now. Don't fucking... No, no, I'm not. I'm not. Do punchlines before the setup. I'm I'm sorry. Sorry. Fucking, you know, Mm -hmm. come too early every time. Hey. Shoot his load, Harris. Yeah. Uh. Um... Uh, he was had revolted and was raising an army of Gauls, not yeah. ghouls. No, that's how that was mean. that was thriller. Yeah, yeah. Thriller. Uh, darkness falls across the yeah. land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood right. to terrorize your neighborhood. Oh my God! And whosoever shall be found without their souls all getting down must stand and face the hounds of hell or rot inside a corpse's shell. <laughs> well, Gaius was pretty fucked up. I mean, he walked around talking like that. Gaius yeah. Julius. Anyway. Gaius. Now, Nero was so unbothered. Do I yeah. look bothered? I'm not bothered. Not bothered. Do I look bothered? Not bothered. Do you so dare slander by. the house of Cooper? Sorry, 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 go. I love that shit. I love that shit. She's coming back. I can't believe she's coming back too. I love it. crazy. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was never my favourite companion, but... No, but uh, they had chemistry. They had chemistry. It was funny, yeah. Yeah. Um, It took him a week, Nero, this is, to write to the Senate about it. He was uh, not really... Vexed. Not really that stressed. No, no. No, not vexed. Yeah. He apologised for being unable to come to Rome uh, itself. Right. He said that he, he had a bit of a tickle in his throat. <laughs> and What's his name? <laughs> when he cut, well, Sporus, except no, Sporus had been castrated, so he's right. not tickling his throat. Maybe he was tickling Sporus' throat. Yeah, we are. Um, there we go. He said that uh, he, he, he didn't want to come to Rome because uh, he, he might have to sing there. Yeah, look, you're going to right. want me to sing. Don't make don't me make sing. <laughs> don't make me sing. Okay, I'll Fine. sing. Fine. Oh, they're I'll like, perform. no, really, you don't no, have to. No, okay, no, I'll no. sing. I can see the lies uh, behind the denial in your eyes. I'll sing. I'll sing. Wow, that's a line. I Thank can you. see the lies in your denial behind your, your eyes. eyes. Wow. Okay, write, that's, write, write that down. Yeah, write that down, Cheryl. Yeah, that's beautiful. Sorry. I did want to say real quick, just and I'm not going to spoil anything, but Vindex was the governor of Gallia Lugdunensis, and he was supposedly upset about Nero's tax policies. That's why he was revolting, not because Nero was a lackluster leader, but because his tax policies were too oppressive. Uh, obviously bullshit, but you got to be able to complain about something, and obviously he was hoping more people who were paying taxes would be pissed and, and support him. So Vindex does have the veneer of a legitimate excuse. 
Yeah, well, we'll get into okay. that Sorry. Uh, in a second because this is really, I think, uh, a really good point. Um, right. What, what you know, the reasons for the revolution, for the mm-hmm. revolt against Nero. Before we get to that, I just want to say that when Nero did go back to Rome, when he finally returned, he summoned all of the senators to his palace uh, in the middle of the night. Yeah. And they were like, oh, fuck, this is, you know, he's getting on war footing. He's he's, he's going to tell us what's going on, what's going to happen. They rock up and he goes, "Uh, I want to show you something. It's really cool. (laughs) He had a new water-powered pipe organ that uh, he wanted to demonstrate to them. And, um, you know, that's really all he was interested in. He said he was going to. Yeah. He was going to do a demonstration. He was going to play, right? Uh, do a big concert. It's going to take it on the road. Um, he was very excited. Now yes. I was surprised. I was like, pipe organs? What? Yeah. yeah. In '68, apparently the pipe organ was invented in the third century BCE. Wow. In ancient Greece, that, that must have been Liberace's uh, forebearers taking this way too seriously. Go ahead. Sorry. The guy invented it, yeah. Um, Tespius of Alexandria, Greek engineer, right. apparently loved to wear, you know, fur coats encrusted with diamonds. He had a big... Chandeliers big, everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, massive big wig and right. you know, rings on all of his fingers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, he, he devised an instrument called the hydrolis, which nice. delivered wind... Right. ...maintained through water pressure mm-hmm. to a set of pipes... And it was played in the arenas. The people would go to gladiator battles and there'd be a guy in the middle going, bum, 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 That's where it comes from. Fucking ancient Greece and the Roman Empire. There's nothing new. There is nothing new. Humans are just rehashing what the Greeks and the Romans and Phoenicians and everyone else has already invented. I do know the first song that Nero played for the senators when they showed up. And again, they were very, very shocked because they thought it was either going to be you're all dead or this is a war footing. But Nero got up there, cracked his knuckles, <clears throat> loosened up a little bit, and he goes... He's <clears throat> like... <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry. I was born to love you. I was born to lick your face. I was born to love you. But you were born to lick me first. That's a song. That's a song. <laughs> Yeah, I thought I, the version I read is he said to anyone, ba 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 da da da, ba 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 da ba ba da da da, ba 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 da. Yeah. In the garden of Vida, baby. He wrote that. Yeah. Is in the garden of Nero was the original right. version. And I think that was the name of the song. Garden. In the Nero. garden of Nero, baby. Um. <clears throat> yeah, no, he was. He was apparently. And now Dio says it was a joke that he he he, he pulled them in and was like, "Hey, check out my organ." Um, <laughs> oh, hey, oh. yeah, check out my my skin organ, my skin flute. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, he was yeah. very excited about it. I will give a public demonstration of it in the theater. Yeah. He said, yeah. "That is to say, if Vindex will permit me." Oh. So he's joking about the revolt. No, don't, uh, don't thinks that. it's it, it's yeah. funny. Completely well, unaware at this right. stage of how much trouble he's really in. I mean, like he's had conspiracies before. Oh, he's had yeah, he's had these things before. 
No big deal. It's it's like it's just it's a regular Tuesday for him. There's a conspiracy. You know, round them up, kill them all, uh, take their shit. In fact, some of the sources say he was excited. Right. By it because he's like, oh, I get to take people's shit now. This is great. I love it. I'm running low on funds. I've been away for, like, I don't know if you know if you've travelled anywhere lately, but it's fucking expensive. (laughs) Inflation, especially with an entourage. Uh, Yeah. If if I could help build up the tension even more when it comes to Vindex, the guy who's declared against Nero, Dio says that Vindex was powerful in body and of shrewd intelligence, was skilled in warfare and full of daring for any great enterprise, and he had a passion love of freedom and a vast ambition. I don't know how you can have a passionate love for freedom and a vast ambition at the same time, but we've heard this before. He's a freedom-loving fighter. He's just trying to set Rome up properly because he wants everybody to be free. This is bullshit, but this is what Dio's writing. So maybe Vindex was the real deal. He was the total package brains, uh, and brawn. Uh, we'll have to see how it goes, but at least Dio is putting everybody on notice. Vindex is the real deal. I thought that was a description of you at first, was powerful in body and of shrewd oh, intelligence, did I get that wrong? skilled oh, in warfare, full of daring for any great enterprise, and a passionate yeah. love of freedom yeah. and a vast ambition. So I you have or a, Trump? I have I'm a vast sure ambition to be able to orgasm every day like I used to. That For me, that's mm. a great enterprise. And that's mm. as far as my vision goes. I really don't care mm. about anything beyond the penis. Mm. You can't be surprised. You cannot be surprised. <laughs> I'm just thinking more Louis C.K. lines from last night. He said, you ever, you ever see ah, these vets ah. on TV? They, they, they put the glove on that goes right up to the shoulder <laughs> and then they stick it right inside of a cow's vagina. He said, I tell you, I found out something about that. You don't need to be qualified to do that. <laughs> the cow's not going to know the difference. And he said, in fact, yeah. you don't need to wear a glove. Oh, I'm going to. Yeah. I like my nails. I'm going to insist that I wear a glove. You don't have to, but it depends on which end of the cow you're on, really. Go ahead. So... Um, He's unaware of how much danger he's in. Like, yes. he's been away a long time, yes. and a lot of conspiracies have been flourishing in his time, uh, just waiting on someone to light the match. Right. And Vindex was the match. So who was this guy, apart from being the window-cleaning Baron of Gaul, obviously? Um, he used to walk around yeah. with just a, bo- a, a bottle, a little spray bottle uh, that he called the Vindex. <laughs> He would just walk up to soldiers and go, you know, you're, you're, that sword doesn't look too clean, soldier. Centurion, hey, just come clean, clean, your, clean your sword, clean your gladius, make your gladius happy to see you. Yeah. 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 And he made all of the soldiers carry a little bottle of glass cleaning uh, uh, liquid right. with them to clean their clean, – because, you know, cleanliness is next to – Something. You know, imperial godliness or something. Exactly. No, the only thing I know about him is that he was from a, uh, a royal family uh, in uh, Aquitania, mm. Southwest Gaul. I don't really know, except for what Dio told us, that he was a complete badass, but I don't know anything else about him. Yeah, from a line of kings from Aquitania, uh, I think nice. his father uh, had been made a senator by Claudius. Mm. Um, so, uh, you know, he comes from that kind of stock and, you know, we've seen this before yeah. Germany, Tudorburg Forest, et cetera, et cetera. These guys that, 
you know, they come from they're, they're proud tribes that yes. have been um, oppressed by the Romans for generations now. Going like this is what are we sixty eight? Julius Caesar conquered Gaul in what fifty? So it's been just yeah, over a century. Fifty nine. Yeah, yeah, it's been a hundred years. They've yeah. been oppressed by the Romans under the thumb of the Romans. They're going to want to fight back at some stage. It just Absolutely. happens to be. They're looking for, you know, as you know, because you've you've been oppressed your entire life. You're looking for signs of weakness in your oppressors, right? And if you think, okay, this guy is not much of a guy, right? right. I think I can probably. I think this is our chance to yeah. to strike. Yeah. This guy's not interested in war. He's interested in singing and acting and dressing up as a lady. Yeah. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. Dude looks like and, a lady. Yeah. 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 Um. Vindex was also part of a well, had been part of the political faction of Agrippina. Oh, uh, he was yeah, yeah, and as we'll see, sort of the revenge of Agrippina kicking in here. Um, Agrippina's uh, supporters right. not happy with what happened to her. Long, yeah, she's been gone a long time now, yes. but she's been gone like ten years or so. so but people, people um, pissed. Yeah. People are still not over the fact that Nero rubbed her out. Rubbed yeah. one, he rubbed one out and then rubbed her out. Or, and then, and rubbed, then rubbed one out. And then rubbed another uh, one out. Afterwards. Yeah. yeah. His orgasms were the bookends of her life. Yeah. God, yeah. Someone write this shit down. This is gold. This is... Ro- anyway, sorry. Now... He had been part of a conspiracy against Nero right. back in 59 mm-hmm. uh, before she died. Remember the la- late stages of her life when she figured things weren't going well and Nero was probably going to get rid of her as yeah. she was trying to get rid of him? Yes. Uh, first, Vindex was part of that apparently, mm. but when she got bumped off... Uh, yeah. That faction sort of was dissolved and they've been biding their time ever since, right. looking for an opportunity to strike back. Yeah. Now, you, you, you sort of made um, light of Vindex's claim that the Gauls were unhappy about paying taxes. Now, f- coming from an American, uh, I find that, I find that uh, right. you know, a little bit ironic. Yeah. Yeah. You got you guys fought a war against England supposedly because you didn't want to pay taxes without representation. And I the Gauls are feeling the same. Right. You haven't paid taxes since. Yeah. No. That's why I asked you to pay me cash under the money. Just in an envelope, tie it to a pigeon's leg. It's going to take a while, but send it over across the Pacific. And uh, it, it's worked out beautifully for the last eight or nine years. So uh, keep it going. That one dollar I send you every month is, keeps the lights on. It's a brand new, firm, crisp dollar bill that I can roll up and snort things. Daddy's happy. Ray's good. <laughs> All good here, son. Anyway, so, yeah, it doesn't take much to make me happy, but you know that. Here's my point about the taxes. Yes, please. Um, the revolt mm-hmm. against Nero really had nothing to do with him playing the liar or spending 14 months in Greece. It had nothing to do with him being a lover, not a fighter. Right. It had nothing to do with him putting down conspiracies, killing various members of the elite, etc. Mm. Nothing to do with a desire to restore the Republic. This guy, That's Vindex, gone. is a gall. 
Yeah. He's not a Roman. Yeah. Roman He's not interested in restoring the Republic. No, don't he, mean shit he, to him. He, he just doesn't like Nero. Yeah. He doesn't want to pay taxes. Um, yeah. Now, he tries to install Galba as emperor, so I'm not sure if he, how he thinks that's going to mean less taxes for the Gauls, but um, it's not... Yep. I mean, it might have something to do with murdering his mother, really. It might have some payback for that. But, right. it, you know, it's over taxes is the official reason. That's right. I'll read his speech at the moment. But um, it all started over taxes. There might have been a lot of reasons why Vindex didn't like Nero. He was part of the, the um, Agrippina faction, as sure. I said. But, you know, on our Cold War show mm-hmm. and on this show and on all of our shows, we've always said, that generally speaking, a general rule of thumb, I think, which stands up, is that most wars, whether they're internal civil wars or wars with an external party, mm-hmm. are usually about money. Yes. Lots money and power. They, they get dressed up. Right. Lots of other things. Oh, Noble it's cause. about freedom. Yeah. It's about democracy. Freedom, it's about peoples. their, yeah, right. whatever. Yeah. It gets, it gets, it gets, it's about, you know, they, they worship the wrong God or they worship the same God as us, but they worship him wrongly. Yes. Uh, so they, they need to worship killed. him the way we worship him. Right. Sorry. Yeah. They done it fucked get, up. We've got to go get, kill them now. It gets dressed up like a pretty whore is your point. <laughs> the reason. Or a not so pretty one. Or yeah. So- <laughs> but usually it comes down to money. Um, that you know they're taking ours, and we, we want to stop them taking ours. Yeah. Or they have more, and we want theirs. Basically, yeah. is what it comes down to. Most wars, when you drill down into them, yeah. they're over money and, and power. But it's the same thing in my book. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you need to power to get money exactly. and to keep your money. Yeah. So power. The only purpose of power is to get. And and protect yes your 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 money and yes. and by your money I also mean your women because you know first you get the money then you get the power then you get the woman as Tony Montana taught us all in nineteen eighty one so all of the shit that you've heard about Nero over the years yes. about the downfall of Nero mm-hmm. about why they got rid of Nero really yeah it's always oh he was a brutal tyrant yeah. you know bloodshed Crazy. he murdered his own mother he yeah. kicked his own pregnant wife to death blah yeah. blah blah no 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 it was about money it was Resources. about yeah. money yeah. is what it was about yeah. at, at you know it gets stressed up now here's according to Cassius Dio here's Vindex's speech mm. Uh, this Dio writes, this Vindex called together the Gauls who had suffered much by the numerous forced levies of money and were still suffering at Nero's hands. Wow. And ascending a tribunal, he delivered a long and detailed speech against Nero, saying that they ought to revolt from the emperor and join the speaker in an attack upon him because, as he said, quote, he has despoiled the whole Roman world because he has destroyed all the flower of their senate because he debauched and then killed his mother and does not preserve even the semblance of sovereignty. Many murders, robberies and outrages, it is true, have often been committed by others. But as for the other deeds committed by Nero, how could one find words fittingly to describe them? I have seen him, my friends and allies, believe me, I have seen that man, if man he is, who has married Sporus and been given in marriage to Pythagoras, in the circle of the theatre. That is, in the orchestra, sometimes holding the lyre and dressed in loose tunic and 
buskins, Mm-mm. and again wearing high-soled shoes and mask. I've often heard him sing, play the herald, and act in tragedies. I've seen him in chains, hustled about as a miscreant, heavy with child, I in the travail of childbirth, in short, imitating all the situations of mythology by what he said and by what was said to him, by what he submitted to and by what he did. Will anyone then style such a person Caesar and Emperor and Augustus? Never. Let no one abuse those sacred titles. They were held by Augustus and by Claudius, whereas this fellow might most properly be termed Thyestes, Oedipus, Alcmeon, or Orestes, for these are the characters that he represents on the stage, and it is these titles that he has assumed in place of the others. Therefore rise now at length against him, succour yourselves and succour the Romans, suck each other off, (laughs) have at it. It's the last night before we go to battle. Right. Yeah, let's all suck everything. That's right. Liberate the entire world. Now, he mentions murdering his mother, etc., etc., destroyed all the flower of the Senate, but his big issue, apart from taxation, is he gets up on stage and sings and acts. Right. That's his justification for the revolution. Again, not to restore the Republic, not really that he's a bloodthirsty tyrant, yeah. but that he sings he's, he's on not, stage. He's not a proper Roman. He's not a proper Roman leader. He's not a proper Roman emperor. You just don't do that. If you're going to have those hobbies, and that's fine. We all have hobbies we don't share with people. Um, you do it in the privacy of your villa, like I do. Nero is literally going all over the place, and he's kind of making Roman men or Roman leaders or Roman self look less than macho man Randy Savage. So again, this uh, and you said this a couple of minutes ago, if they're waiting for their right time to strike back at Rome, maybe this is it because he's not a Caesar. He's not an Agrippa. He's not a, even a Gaius Marius. This is probably our best chance to get at this guy. And everything else is just window dressing. These are all just a list of grievances that I have, and I just need it to be really long to sound impressive. But basically, we want out of this Roman system this guy's weak. This is our best chance to make it happen. But again, this guy is not even a Roman. No. He's a yeah. Gaul. But like he doesn't really care about No, not about the Roman the world. The dignity of the Caesars. But if but if everything that happens in his village or town or whatever is dictated by the Romans, the amount of money that is taken out of it by the Romans and it goes to Rome and they spend it on games and all this other shit. I mean, yeah, you would want that stop that shit to stop as, as well because someone else is controlling every aspect of your life. And as Caesar said about the other Gauls, look, I get you want to be free. I just need you to be my bitch. That's the end of it. And so they want to be free just like everyone else. I want to break free. free. Um, yeah. Now, in order to gain support. Right. Because he's like, well, people aren't going to. Yeah, people aren't going to get behind me people are as the go, emperor Who? of Rome. I'm French. Vrindrix? Gaul? Fuck Gaul. Yeah, no, he he, yeah. he doesn't have enough, was it name recognition, to spark yeah. a proper revolt. Yeah, well, at this stage, you know, he is French too. Like, he he's a Gaul. Uh, yeah. no, no, Two strikes against no, him. No one's going to, yeah, no, well, apart, from, apart from maybe... Um, yeah. uh, fuck a shit. Pepe who were the... 
Oh. The two little, you know, comic book uh, goal guys from the comic books from the 70s. Uh, you know, the, the short one and the tall one, and they're in goal. There's Asterix. Fucking Asterix comics. Oh, God. Asterix? Asterix. I'm, I'm, Don't give me that blank fucking look. Asterix. I Jesus don't know. Christ. 70s. Google Asterix comics. Okay, let me whip this out. Because this is this is serious now. How do you not know Asterix comics? We've been doing this show for a hundred years. You don't know who Asterix is? I don't know. Asterix and Obelix. I've heard, but I Oh, the little Yeah. Okay, I had to see a picture. Oh. Yeah. Nice boobs. Yeah. You know, That's a different thing. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm with you now. I'm with you. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Fuck me. That was hard work. Um, <laughs> I'd like to apologize for the last nine years just for, yeah. just for being me. Nothing in particular, just being who I am. I wanted to so he's something. not... Yeah. I should call you Asterix. You're about the same size. Get call you a little you helmet. Ass. Yeah. I'm not talking to you. Um, he declares his allegiance, yeah. uh, Vindex, this is, to the then governor of Hispania Tarraconensis, right. northern Spain, Servius Sulpicius Galba. Yes, he is a spry, young 73-year-old. Everything's going to be fine. But he has everything that Vindex doesn't have. He has the proper bloodline, the credentials, the experience, the name recognition. He's the real deal. He's a, he's a Roman. If anybody can get this thing going on a whole nother level, it's going to be Galba. But the th- interesting thing about Galba is mm-hmm. he's not related to any of the Julio-Claudian Dynasty, right? He is a rank outsider. He's from a distinguished noble family, but yeah, he's not—he's sure. not a Julio Claudian. Right. So this is this is the big this is the big deal here. It's extra treason. It's not just treason. It's extra because mm. he's outside of the family. That is acceptable as far as who can we picture on the throne? I can only picture one of this bloodline or someone from this family. He's truly an outsider. Now, I don't think there's anyone left from the Julio-Claudian no, dynasty Nero's. for them to pick now. So, okay, so they're like, well, shit, uh, yeah. we have to go outside the bloodline, but what else are we going to do? Exactly. We've got to get rid of this guy. We don't like this guy. He sings too much. <laughs> we, need, we, we need a non-singing Please, emperor. Please, for the love of God, non-singing. Yes. So he goes with Galba. Now, one of Galba's ancestors had been consul in 200 BCE. Another of his ancestors was consul in 144 BCE. Yeah. His um, father and brother mm-hmm. had held office in 5 BCE and 22 CE, respectively. Yeah. His grandfather was a historian. His son was a barrister um, and... He was related to both uh, Quintus Lutatius Catullus, right. not the uh, not the poet, but one of Sulla's guys, mm-hmm. and um, he was the great granddaughter of Lucius Mummius. Oh, sorry, his uh, mother was the granddaughter of Catullus and the great granddaughter of Lucius Mummius Achaicus, right. who was also very famous back in the uh, second century BCE. So. He had he had a lot of uh, good good guys in the bloodline. Not yeah. Julio Claudians, yeah. but good guys. So good. 
Yeah, and that's important to the Romans, absolutely. And he, he himself has been uh, praetor, consul, governor. Uh, he's had provinces that he ran in Aquitania, Upper Germany, and Africa. So he knows what he's doing. He's 73, he's seasoned, he ex- he's experienced. But as we all know, it's what happens on the battlefield that matters. Well, actually, what mattered was that uh, he claimed Galba to his bloodline went back to Jupiter. Sure. And uh, pacify the wife of Minos, uh, King Minos, King of Minos. She was the mother of the Minotaur. Sure. He's like, I got a god and the mother of a half man, half bull. Beat that. Um, yeah. She conceived the Minotaur after yeah. having sex with a bull um, while she was hidden inside. This is fact. Right. Look it up, I'm people. Sorry. This is how it happened. She sorry. was hidden inside of a hollow cow. That'll uh, do it. The, uh, that the do Athenian it. invented Daedalus built it for her because Poseidon cursed her right. to fall in love with the bull. Because her husband sure. hadn't sacrificed the bull to Poseidon as he promised he would do, oh, Minos, yes. King Minos. Right. So um, Poseidon said, well, I tell you what I'm going to do is I'm going to make your wife fall in love with a bull. And Minos said, I, I know what to do here. I'm going to dr- dress her up as a female cow because yeah. there's nothing bulls like fucking less. Right. Oh shit! And he, he's like, "Oh fuck! I, I didn't, I didn't really think this through." No. So this bull fucked his wife, right, while she was dressed up as a cow. So semi-consensual. Go ahead. Go ahead. And she gave birth to the Minotaur, right. half man, half bull. That that sounds right. I, I never that's told science. You, yeah, yeah, that's science. That's just science, people. Yeah, I've never told you or anybody this, but one time during Halloween, I myself put on a cow costume, uh, had some edibles, and went out in the field and decided to fuck with a bull. Uh, the tables were turned, and I haven't celebrated Halloween since or eaten meat. Uh, anyways, I don't like to talk about it, but I'm there with her, and I sympathize. I didn't have a child, but... Uh, oh, you didn't? I thought, no, what's the no. screaming noises I hear coming from your basement? Those are just dreams I have about that night. Uh, but no, that's, that's, it's, it's all me. It's all me. <laughs> now, Galba was distantly related to Livia. Right. Uh, and she had helped him a lot in his career. In her will, she left him 50 million sesterces, but... I'm guessing Tiberius, Sticky Fingers Tiberius. Sticky Tibbo. (laughs) Sticky Tibbo, like, you don't need that. Seriously, you don't need... Like, I tell you what, I'll give you 500,000 sesterces instead. 50 million, 500,000. It was one too many. She put a zero. A couple too many zeros on the end. Horrible with a comma. So I'm so yeah. sorry that you got excited. I'll tell you what, I'll give you 500,000 sesterces and we'll call it even. Right. Deal? And deal. And they agreed to that. And then he didn't give Galba the 500,000 sesterces either. So, so Galba just wants his money. That's yeah. all. He just yeah. wants his what's coming to him. He I wants want his money. 50 million. And roughly the throne yeah. of Rome is worth roughly 50 million. So I'll just take that instead. Thank you very much. Now, Galba was also part of the Agrippina faction. In fact, mm-hmm. she had considered 
marrying him before she oh, married right. Claudius. Because she was looking he for... He was... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She, she You know, she's like, who's the next husband I'm going to kill? Right. Um, but I could probably maneuver in onto the throne before I kill him so I can get what I want. So, again, yeah. if she's willing to even consider him for that position, that tells you how powerful, influential, and experienced this guy must be. He, he's the real deal. He's a player. And so it was that on the 2nd of April in the year 68, right. Galba placed himself at the head yes. of the conspiracy against Nero. Yeah. We're thinking he probably checked with Vindex, just going, hey, by the way, you physically are up in arms, but you're a no-name. Let me get in on this with my name recognition, we can go far. So yeah, he is now the official head of an armed opposition to Nero, and he is the legate, not of the emperor, but of the Senate and people of Rome. I am going to bring back something like the Republic, but I'm still going to be in charge. But the point is he's letting everybody know, I'm cutting Nero out. I only listen to the Senate and people of Rome. And that's where we'll leave it. For this episode, I guess, we'll be back next time with The Life of Nero.